You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show dedicated to empowering multi-passionate entrepreneurs to create a new way of being and embody their divine purpose so that they take courageous steps in their lives and business. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, tune in each week to be inspired to live bravely. Here's your host, Andrea Chris, empowerment coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea. I'm so glad you're joining me today. It's a Sunday morning and the sun is shining. We had a huge dump of snow last night, but I have to say I don't really mind because it's mid-January and we've had probably the most like green winter thus far. And usually by now we've had so much bad weather. And so to literally have had about five weeks extra of no snow has been absolutely amazing. And you might be like, okay, Andrew, why are you telling us this? You know, I hear from clients all the time that talk about weather and winter being one of the reasons why they are struggling in their lives and in their business. And maybe you can relate to that because maybe you have like a seasonal affect disorder. I swear to you that I probably do. (laughs) I am one of those people that I need sunshine. And uh, even though the past five weeks have been really uh, great as far as no snow, we've had like really cloudy days And it has definitely affected my mood. It has affected my sleep. And I feel like the days are just, I don't know, they're just blending all together. And really, I find it quite difficult to just stay in a positive frame of mind. So one of the things that I did a few years ago was I really had to address how I felt about winter and about living in Northern Ontario, because I thought if I'm going to live here, I can't always be complaining about the weather. I can't always be, oh my gosh, this is the worst, because it's basically going to affect four to five months of my year. And who needs that, right? And so I decided to... (laughs) come to to grips with the fact that, you know, this is the way it is. And I can either hate it, or I can find the joy in it. I can find the good parts of it. I can get outside and walk in the trails. And like this morning, I got out in the fresh snow, and it was really beautiful. And it was just, it was so lovely. And I've really had a change of heart about winter. And the reason why I think it's important is because when we're doing the inner work, it's all about shifting how we see ourselves, how we see ourselves in environments, how we see ourselves in the stories that we've created, how we see ourselves in our business. What is the idea? identity that we have and that we're living out of. So I wanted to talk about what the inner work is all about. Because I use that 
as a phrase in my business because it's not just, you know, a therapeutic approach or a purely, you know, goal focused coaching approach. It's about really about doing the inside work that happens so that we can shift the external world. And so you might be thinking, okay, you know, I've been thinking about doing mindset coaching, or I've been thinking about, you know, what is subconscious reprogramming anyways. So I call it the inner work, because the inner work itself is actually comprised of multiple things. And when I'm working with clients, it is really taking a look not just at one thing, but how we are relating on multiple levels. So the first one is, of course, subconscious reprogramming. And if you are not clear on what that is, we are generally living out of our conscious mind every day. So that is really what is making, you know, a decision on like, what do I eat? And what time do I want to wake up? And what decision am I making? Just day to day, that's our conscious mind. And really, it's only about 5% of who we are. The subconscious mind is what is running the show behind the scenes. It's basically like the wizard in the Wizard of Oz. So it's like, what is behind the curtain? That is running the show. So when you're sleeping at night, and your body is still doing everything that it needs to do, it's because the subconscious is allowing every organ in your body to be running smoothly. And all of those things that, you know, we don't really think about all the time, that is what the subconscious is doing. But yet, the subconscious is formed early in our childhood. So it's between um, zero and eight years old is really when you are the most susceptible to things that are being taught. So when you're you're thinking about nature versus nurture, I mean, really, both of those things are, are happening all at once from zero to eight years old. And even before um, we can talk about, you know, like, generationally, what is happening and past life, what is happening, but just for the purposes of what I'm talking about right now, in the subconscious, it's formed between zero and eight years old. So if you've heard uh, your parents talking about, you know, money in a certain way, or relationships, or uh, maybe your parents had a really bad relationship, and they divorced and things kind of went off the rails, you have maybe a subconscious belief around something around relationships. Or maybe your parents were entrepreneurs, but they didn't really make that much money. And, you know, you think, okay, well, when I think about entrepreneurship, it really is that we're not going to have any money. <laughs> it's going to be hard to make money. All of those stories that we have that are formed between zero and eight years old. The same thing can be applied like to our health. Um, if a parent experienced a health issue or a health crisis, or you um, lost a parent early. I mean, all of these things are really making a difference in your life because of the early conditioning between zero and eight years old. So when we're doing the inner work, we're addressing beliefs that are generally formed within zero to eight years old. And you could have a belief that's formed that you don't even realize. And then at 12, 
something else happens, it reinforces that belief. And then at 17, something else happens, it reinforces that belief. And then at 21 and 30, on it goes. So oftentimes clients will say, oh, well, it happened when I was 25. But the likelihood of that being the moment that the belief was formed is usually going to be able to be traced back to something that happened between zero and eight years old. So the inner work really is doing that subconscious reprogramming. It is identifying, okay, what are those stories? What are those limiting beliefs? And being able to reframe them. And when we're doing the uh, when we're doing the inner work, it is really also about like what is the identity that I'm holding. And this is the difference between like the ego and the the true self, right? The soul. And so part of the work that we're also doing is learning, okay, well, when does the ego show up? And when am I leaning into who I am on a soul level? It's also manifesting and learning how to manifest from a place of wholeness. Because if you have not done the inner work and you are manifesting because you are definitely manifesting all the time, then you're likely manifesting from a place of, you know, bringing in things that you don't want. And you're like, why does this keep happening to me over and over again? Why am I bumping up against the same issue all the time? It's likely because you are manifesting into your life the same things because you have a belief around that. The inner work is also being in energetic alignment. So it's knowing what is good for you and how do you do that? How do you know how to operate in energetic alignment? And it's really also about being connected to the divine, having some sort of spiritual awakening. So the inner work is not solely about like, okay, let's talk about the past. Let's rehash the past. Let's talk in circles about what happened when you were five years old. That is just a fraction of what is actually happening in a call doing the inner work. There is so much more that is focused on helping you become in energetic alignment with what you desire really allowing your soul to show up and say, this is what we really want to be doing and moving forward. So the inner work is not really just all like a negative thing. It's so much more about stepping into the version of yourself that you were truly created to be. So you may say, okay, well, why? Why do I need to do the inner work? Like what is the, the deal here. Like, why are people talking about it? Why do I need to do mindset work? And why are people not doing mindset work in the corporate world? Well, sometimes they are. So, but it's likely more so happening within the entrepreneurial field. And the reason for that is because everything shows up for entrepreneurs because they're trying to grow a business. And so, so many things happen for entrepreneurs that bring to the forefront all of the things that they would like to shift and change in their life. So when you're doing the inner work, why is it important? It's important because your internal world, what you believe to be true, the identity you're living out of, the energy that you are in, the alignment you are taking in your life 
it all directly impacts and influences your external world, the things that you do, how you manifest things into your life, the success you have, the bank account that you have, the opportunities that open up to you, the relationships, the depth, the intimacy, all of those things are a direct result of what is happening internally in your world. And I can say this from personal experience. And by no means do I say I have it all figured out because, you know, there are so many things in my own life that are not even close to where I want to be. And so I know that there's still work to be done. Now, I'm not like looking for a devil behind every bush, you know, so to speak. But I truly believe that when we start the process, that sometimes it does take a little bit of time to integrate it into reality and for it to manifest into our lives. And so sometimes it's not like a, oh my gosh, I totally did the inner work. And then two days later, something happened and manifested. Sometimes it's two months. Sometimes it's two years. It it really depends. It's, you know, it's not kind of one of those, like when you do X, Y, Z, then you're going to get this. It really is dependent on divine timing, really and truly. So uh, the inner work is also really about focusing on becoming who you were created to be and allowing yourself to manifest from that place. It is taking full responsibility or ownership, as I say. It's acknowledging that you are evolving out of the old identity and you are moving into a new, more aligned way of being. You are more empowered to make decisions. You trust yourself more. You are living out of a place that is healthy and whole. So that's why we need to do the inner work. When we are doing the inner work, it will have a direct result on your client relationships, on how you operate in your business, on your you know, relationship with your partner, with your children, with your family of origin. I mean, the list goes on. The inner work really, really um, makes a difference in absolutely every area of your life. So when I have clients that come to me and they're like, okay, I want to talk about money. <laughs> like, I want to make more money. Interestingly enough, sometimes we end up having a discussion around something that happened with a parent. And they're like, well, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But oftentimes, it's a money story that is related to one of their parents and the family of origin. So we dive deep into that. And all of a sudden, it shifts a relationship with their parent. And it also shifts their view of how they can bring in abundance. So it's not just like, why am I not making money? And talking about money, it can be as far reaching as what is the actual relationship I have with a parent? And what was their view on money or their generational view on money? I mean, it can be far reaching. So the reason why you might be like hesitating on actually doing the inner work is because you're seeing other people 
do all of these really um, bright and shiny things. Okay. And I see this in the online space all the time. They're like, okay, jump into this mastermind. You're going to pay, you know, a bazillion dollars and you're going to jump into here. And, you know, I'm going to put in front of you every um, well-known business person known to mankind. Well, that's all great that you get to hear all of their stories. But at the end of the day, that's just kind of flashy marketing. It really isn't doing the inner work that you need in order to move forward. The time that it's important for you to be around higher level business people and entrepreneurs is when you have already done the inner work and you're at a place in your life where you are accelerating and growing beyond. Now, just because you get to that place doesn't mean you stop doing the inner work, but it does mean that you have already like really put into motion what it is that you um, need to heal in your life. So you might be hesitating because you're like, well, I don't want to get into the emotion of it all. I don't want to get into all these feelings. I don't want to feel bad. Well, it's not all that. A lot of it is really um, taking steps to move forward in your life. And then lastly, the inner work is becoming more of who you already are. So it's accessing your higher self. Now you hear people talk about that all the time. You've heard me talk about like, what is the higher self? The higher self is what is connected to divine mind. So when you think about God, source, creator, universe, and however you want to term that and however you look at that, because I think everyone's going to see it just slightly differently. When you are connected to the divine, I'm going to call it that, that is when you are accessing your higher self. Because in our own strength, it's really about, you know, just accessing our own conscious mind. But when you are accessing the divine, you're what's in call, what's in the super conscious, okay? The God consciousness, the divine mind. And that is really the higher self and really being able to know what the next step is for yourself and truly being able to be like, yeah, I can trust that the decision I'm making is good for me. Now, this has shown up for me a lot because when I've been doing coaching with um, coaches myself, I have been so guilty of allowing them to tell me what to do. And even if I feel like this hesitation, like, oh, I don't think that's going to be right for me, I will go along with it anyways, because I'm like, you're making more money. You know what you're talking about. I should probably do that. And what ends up happening is I'm actually going against what I believe to be true and right for me. And if that coach is really not in tune, then they're going to be pushing you to do things that you don't feel like you should be doing. And that's going to totally go against, you know, your trajectory of success. And so when you think about, you know, hiring someone, especially in the area of strategy, business, sales, you really want to make sure that they are also spiritually in tune as well, so that they can hear for you as much as you are hearing for you. And they can be really aware of like, oh, I think maybe we can take a step back here and 
look at it from a different approach. And the work I do is really not around any kind of business strategy. I mean, although I run a business, that's not where I focus my time and energy. It is really on helping you to be your best and to show up in a way that truly allows you to create really healthy relationships, both with yourself, with your family, with your clients, and also really knowing that you're making sound decisions in a way that will allow you to have the success, the abundance, and the life that you truly want to have. That is the inner work. That's the inner work. So are you, you going to make money? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> are you going to have better relationships? Likely. Are you going to enjoy yourself more? Absolutely. These are things that are guaranteed when you do the inner work. And really, when it boils down, you started this business and you became an entrepreneur to have some sort of joy and freedom in your life. And a lot of the time we think, well, when I make such and such amount, when I get to this point in my business, then I'm going to be happy. But here's the thing, friend. The feeling you are searching for is actually found in doing the inner work. And the quicker that you can find that and source that for yourself, the sooner you are going to see it manifest in every area, including your business. So that is why we are doing the inner work. So if you're like, oh my gosh, Andrea, oh yeah, this is exactly what I need. I would love to chat with you to talk about whether or not the Ignite Your Soul's Purpose is a good fit for you. Ignite is really the signature framework that I use to walk my clients through the process of doing the inner work. And if you're like, yeah, I want to know all the details around that, I definitely need to shift myself, then I encourage you to jump on a discovery call with me. And let's talk about that. All of the details on the program itself and how much it costs, the investment you're going to make into it is all easily accessible. Just go to the show notes. There will be a link for you there and you can book a time to chat with me. Friend, uh, I love hanging out with you. I hope this was helpful for you in really just uh, clarifying what the inner work really truly is all about. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you enjoyed this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, make sure to follow along on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Krillin.